What's up, my dudes? This is a new episode of the European Podcast. I'm Fenyu, and we're here to talk about MMA and maybe some other stuff. Uh, we did not have an event last week, so we are not going to talk. I mean, at UFC, that it's like the thing that I usually cover. Uh, there was a one event. I mean, there was the Friday, the Friday fights of one that it's usually on, but that's mostly Muay Thai. I covered those on my Twitter account. And on like Sunday morning for me, there was like this one event with a big main event, but it was kickboxing. It was, it was Super Lake versus Takeru, Takeru. And I made an article about that, so go check that out. I thought it was a very cool performance. And you know, I love leg kicks. Um, let's get into the UFC. What's going on in the UFC this weekend? We have a pretty bad main event. I'm not gonna lie here. I'm not a fan of this main event. Uh, Dolitze versus Imavov. I don't think either of these guys are coming off like super inspired performances. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like the 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 title sh- uh, chances that either of these guys have. So. Not really seeing it, not gonna lie, man. Um, it, it is an okay fight, uh, but I don't I don't care about this as a main event. Uh, there are so many like better fights. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's get let's make a little rundown of this event. Uh, main event is Roman Dolitza versus Nasruddin Imabov. Um, Dolitza, I think, is coming from that loss to. To Marvin Vettori, yeah, which was kind of controversial for some reason. I thought Vettori won at least two rounds, like, super clearly. It was a terrible fight, to be honest. And Imavov, in his last fight, uh, had that that loss to Sean Strickland. Um, that was a main event, I think. Uh, 205, people were saying, like, Strickland was way bigger than Imavov. Which is not true. I mean, he was maybe heavier because he was like kind of out of shape on fight night. But yeah, I mean, Imabov was the guy coming in and with a full cap against Strickland off the couch. And it was Strickland like winning most of the fight. And obviously Strickland, like now a former champion, like sh- shouldn't be that bad of a loss. But, but still, I... And then he had that fight with Chris Curtis, actually. Um... He was looking pretty good there. I thought Chris Curtis was starting to to get going with the body shots and that kind of shit. And then they had an accidental clash of heads, which put uh, an end to the fight in round two. Um, not sure really, I mean, what to think about this fight. Um, Imabov seems like solid as a defensive wrestler. And, and I think he's one of the guys in the division that should, like... Uh, impose the advantages he has on the feet against the lead so that it's a thing that most guys aren't able to do for some reason. I, I think the lead is pretty big. Uh, he's hard and he fights pretty reckless and fighters are pretty scared about going to the ground with him because he's very dangerous there but he doesn't have the wrestling to get the fights there so he mostly gets by being like super aggressive uh, hitting people hard and then finding clinches, like getting getting the fight like sloppy and then maybe the other fighter shoots a takedown. I do not think Imabov will be shooting here. Uh, who am I 
favoring, I'm not sure to be honest. Uh, Imabov has the tools to win, but Dolice is like, despite his disjointed game, I think he has like a more like he tries to win harder. You know, he goes to the things that are working. He he works hard at those. Uh, he he makes fights ugly a lot. I think Imabov likes his clean fights. We've seen Imabov like get get into sketchy spots against um, Buckley. Uh, I felt Chris Curtis was was getting going too. He also Strickland. Obviously, Dolitz is not the level of striker of really any of those three guys. But Dolitz has the ability to to make things ugly to to just get into exchanges. He's very very fearless, and I think that's a great quality to have. The co-main event should be a banger, even though it's not like very relevant to the division anymore. Uh, we have Renato Moicano against Drew Dober. Cool fight, very cool fight. Well, people are very mad that this is in the apex, uh, and I really I I understand it. I don't really mind the um, the apex events. I mean, I'm not a fan, but uh, it doesn't change that much to me to hear crowd or not. I thought the the Apex events were super cool when there was like no people in there, so you could only hear like the um, like the corners and every strike landing and that kind of shit. I think the Apex uh, is a lot less cooler now that they have like this limited amount of people. It feels like Contender Series. Um, so yeah, I mean, not not huge in that, but but it doesn't make much of a difference. I think this fight should be very exciting. Uh, interesting to see if Moicano will be able to get takedowns. Rudover will be a lot stronger than him physically, but Moicano has that weird like clinch strength. Um, he has good takedowns, and on the feet, this should this one should be a banger. Uh, interesting to see if Moicano will will attack the legs in this open stance matchup against Rudover. Moicano, who is pretty good at fighting from both stances, and Rudover like. Pretty firmly a southpaw, but a southpaw that can fight against fighters from both stances as well. So it's a pretty cool fight. It is a it is an action fight through and through, and it's pretty good. Before that, we have Randy Brown versus the King of Kung Fu, Muslim Salikov, and this one is alright. Uh, this one was supposed to happen at at a pay per view not long ago. I think two ninety six. Yeah, uh, two ninety six was supposed to have this fight. Uh, and it's a cool one. Uh, it's interesting to see Randy Brown being super long, uh, using his jab, a lot of like pulling, putting his head available, pulling back. And Salihov, you know, a dynamic kicker, uh, does a lot behind the faint jab. I mean, the, the jab faint without <laughs> jabbing very much. You know, the jazz like memes about that. Uh, but it's, it is a compelling matchup. I think Salihov a bit too old to win against Randy. Randy feels like an annoying fight to these old dudes just because he's so long, he's durable, and uh, he has uh, a good output. But yeah, I mean, it could get interesting if Salihov can, can get the kicks going, can get his hand on Randy Brown. Randy Brown, very durable. Uh, we have, this one is very good. Uh, Bibiane Araujo is fighting Natalia Silva here at 125. Araujo, I think, will most likely look to wrestle here and maybe not the best wrestler but but maybe like the best like marriage of athleticism wrestling and striking that Natalia Silva has faced so far uh, Natalia Silva has 
she's uh, has good technique, but she relies a lot on being like like quicker, more athletic than her opponents. So it's interesting to see what will happen here against a fellow athlete again against Araujo. I think on the feet, El Silva should hold a big advantage, especially long range. But Araujo can crack pretty hard. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's a good test to see if Silva is like on that new upper echelon of 125 with the uh, with the rods of the world. Uh, who else is there? The, oh, I, I'm totally blank. Erin Blanchfield. Yeah, those two are like up there, and it's interesting to see if Natalia Silva is up there as well. I hope so. I think she's a lot of fun to watch, and Araujo is a, a sturdy test. I think this is good matchmaking. I appreciate this. Uh, Alias Kav Kirsiev is fighting Mahmoud Muradov. Um, this one is kind of interesting. I think uh, we've seen Muradov fall apart in the past. I think Muradov look uh, pretty shaky in his fight against um, Barbarina, who looked like absolute trash. I mean, Muradov won like every exchange in the fight, and I think I still think he didn't look that good. And Kisrev almost died against uh, Tululin, and Tululin, who was not as good. As, I mean, I mean, Tululin is not pretty good overall. So, so yeah, I mean, but I, I mean, Kisrev fights very hard for the takedown, uh, throws hard on the feet, has good cardio, so I think it's an interesting uh, test for Muradov. If Muradov can defend takedowns and put his combination punching together, this fight should go his way. But it's it's cool matchmaking. It's kind of a sneaky good fight for middleweight. Uh, middleweight not going through a very through a very good moment right now. Uh, Gilbert Urbina, who, who won his fight against Orion Kosi, on his last fight and lost to Brian Battle before that. Uh, he comes from that uh, Ultimate Fighter season 29. Uh, he's fighting Charlie Radke. Charlie Radke known for uh, dropping slurs after his fight in Australia against Blood Diamond and not much else. I don't think uh, Radke is very good to be honest, but uh, he's well-rounded and he's like a decent athlete and has well-conditioned. So. Not sure if Urbina can win this one. I hope so. What else we have? We have Molly McCann. Uh, is she moving down to to strawweight again? And she's fighting Diana Belbita. Belbita, I think it's the pronunciation that the the commentator booth uses. Um, so yeah, it's this one twenty five. This is one fifteen. Okay. So Molly McCann giving 115 a shot here after fighting at 125 and being pretty undersized to be honest. Um, we'll see in what kind of shape she shows up. Belbita uh, should have like some advantages and an open range striking. But you know McCann uh, is like a decent boxer and she gets inside, makes fight fights dirty. It should be uh, should be entertaining at least. Charles Johnson is fighting Asat Maxum. Uh, which one is Maxum? To be honest, oh Maxum is the guy, is the guy who fought Tyson Nam. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, this one is interesting. Uh, I thought that fight was very close. Uh, Charles Johnson makes every fight close. So, so yeah. I mean, and Charles Johnson really with his back against the wall here. I think if he doesn't win this one, 
he's probably getting caught. Uh, he's on a three-fight losing streak. And most of those, like, super close, I thought he beat uh, Ode Osborne. I thought he kind of beat Hafael Esteban too, and Cody Durden, that one he clearly lost. But, but yeah, I mean, um, another fight that should be good. It's like nothing here is like super high profile or very important to the divisions, but the fight, the fights are alright, at least. Temba Gorimbo is fighting Pete Rodriguez. Temba Gorimbo fights out of MMA Masters, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he trains with Colby. He's the guy that The Rock uh, was gave money to, I think. The Yeah, The Rock giving money to fighters when he's not ripping, ripping them off with the fucking shoes. You mean, uh, Gorimbo looks solid, like, well put together on his Takashi Sato fight. I was looking, like, solid in the AJ Fletcher fight before getting kittened. Uh, Gorimbo, like, super strong, decently athletic, uh, athletic, and not a lot of depth everywhere, anywhere. Pete Rodriguez, uh, pretty undersized for... pretty undersized for, for welterweight, but... I think he tried to make uh, 155 and got like sick trying to make the weight. Uh, one of the times that he was booked against uh, Nathan Levi. So I'm not sure what went on there. But yeah, Pete Rodriguez has like a cool boxing style, but he will have trouble getting inside against the big guys of the division. And Gorimbo is a big dude and also a wrestler. So I'm guessing Gorimbo gets it done here. But Pete Rodriguez can do some cool boxing stuff, so maybe maybe there's a few like cool striking exchanges there. Blake Builder is trying to rebound after losing to to Kyle Nelson, which which was like a pretty good like veteran performance for Nelson. And he's fighting Young Young Lee. Uh Young Young Lee who Where is this guy? He's like he fought a Chinese guy. Is this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Young Lee is the winner of uh, Road to UFC, <laughs> which I wrote an article last year. But I do, I'm pretty bad with the Korean names. Uh, yeah, I mean it's like well-rounded athlete against well-rounded athlete, so it should be interesting. I think uh, Builder has like a more annoying style that looks like to frustrate people. Young Young Lee has a more like straightforward style put together. Will be interesting to see. That should be a good, like, low-level, like, uh, featherweight fight. Julia Stoliarenko is fighting Luana Carolina. Not really have much to say about that. Um, Markel Medeiros is fighting Landon Quinones. Uh, not sure I'm familiar with either of these guys. Uh, oh, yeah, Landon Quinones uh, followed Hackparast. Oh, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's uh, the, the southpaw that he fought uh, Nasrat, and he also fought like Jason Knight and the Ultimate Fighter. He's pretty cool, he's pretty cool. And he's fighting Markel Medeiros, who, who was a winner in Contender Series, I don't really remember, but I hope. And then in the opening fight we have Thomas Peterson against Jamal, Jamal Pose in a heavyweight fight, and I really don't care. And that's the event, it's like, not a, not a great one, to be honest. Like, I try to see the positives in most matchups. And a lot of these fights are okay, but when you have only, like, okay fight on top of another okay fight, it gets kind of tiring. Uh, 
I'm guessing I'm watching this live. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, not not super pumped about anything here. Other like Moicano versus Doverhush is a fight that should be like a fun action fight inside of a pay-per-view or a prelim of a pay-per-view. Uh, it's decent as a co-main, but should be like the co-main to a better fight. Dolitza versus Imabov does I doesn't do much for me. Dolitza versus Imabov should be good as a prelim fight in another card. A very weak main event, and the other card is not delivering. I'm very excited about seeing Natalia Silva fight, though. Uh, the flyweight, Charles Johnson versus Maxum should be fun, too. Uh, because Maxum is, like, super tall and with Jabber. And Charles Johnson also very tall. And both guys, good grapplers. So it's, a, like, a high-level fight. Low-key, one of the, like, higher-level fights in the whole event. But, yeah, this one is, this one is rough, man. Uh, it's... I wouldn't say it's okay to have one of these, like, sometimes, I think every event, they have the, a roster to put on, like, good events, one after the other, it's just the matchmaking, it's just ass sometimes, and this, like, preference for middleweight, like, heavyweight, it's so tiring, um, yeah, I mean, this one is just uninteresting, it has, uh, as I said, the domain, it's good, uh, I want to watch Natalia Silva fight, Randy Brown versus Muslim Salikov is good, but... Nothing here is like a banger except Moicano versus Dover, and even that one is not like super relevant to the division. Dolitza versus Imabov, I guess, it is important to the division, but but I, am I expecting either of these guys to challenge for the title soon? Like, not really. Even with a great performance, I don't think the winner is going to fight for the title next. So what it what is even the point, right? What is even the point? Um, let's talk about some fight announcements. Uh, Jessica Drudge is fighting Marina Rodriguez at UFC 300. A lot of fighters, some of the insult side of MMA Twitter were very mad about this one. Um, that guru guy and some other like insults were like super mad because like, oh, UFC 300 is like the most important event. It should be all bangers and I, I don't know, man. This one is pretty good. It's like super fun fight uh i'm okay with this fight everywhere uh, th this fight would make this weekend's event a lot better and i would have this fight as a main event over imabo versus dolitze any day to be quite honest um but it's an interesting fight uh interesting to see marina fighting uh a fellow puncher after uh, her fight with lemos didn't go too well i think marina was a bit shook about fighting someone as powerful or maybe even more so than her but Adrade is I think uh, a bit of a of a more forgiving matchup because she's so short Marina will get to use her long range tools in the clinch Marina will will be able to be very dangerous with the knees and the elbows on the flip side Andrade will probably should try to take her down if the opportunity presents uh, itself and also like going to the body with big hooks because Marina is so long and presents that target so it's a compelling matchup I'm not mad about it what else do we have uh, Vitor Pretino versus Tyson Pedro was like just announced uh, and it, yeah I mean this is good matchmaking for Petrino who is like rising up uh, Pedro is a guy that can do a bit of everything so Petrino We'll need to show something other than just being a monster athlete here. Um, 
Cameron Simon is fighting Peyton Talbot and this one should be a lot of fun because Simon puts on insane output. Uh, I expect Talbot to be a lot bigger though, like bigger, more physical. He's a big dude for 135 and Simon is like not super small, but but the, the size of the UFC Bantamweights is super silly. So yeah, I mean... But yeah, Simon will present for sure a lot of like technical questions that we haven't seen Talbot answer in the past. So it should be a very good fight. Junior Taffa is fighting Carl Williams. Um, yeah, I'm guessing Junior Taffa is getting wrestled like super boringly. That's what Carl Williams does. Uh, Edmund Shabazian is fighting Dusko Todor Todorovic. And yeah, I mean, I feel like Shabazian is going to hit Dusko like so fucking hard on the first round. So either Dusko survives or dies. And if he survives, uh, he might be able to take over. And Dusko is nasty from top position. Like he's not a very good wrestler. He's not a very good striker, but he has ground and pound, like legit ground and pound. So, and that could be rough for, for John Edmund here. But it's a, it's a good, this is good matchmaking, I guess. Not, not a lot of ex uh, exciting things lately, man, in the announcements. I mean, UFC 300 and 299 are looking fucking great. I'm not going to deny that. But yeah, this announcement's like, uh, Chris Barnett was supposed to fight Mohamed Usman, and at least that was like a meme fight. But now we have Mick Parking stepping in for Barnett. I like Mick Parking is trying to be like... I mean, the... Mohamed Usman versus Chris Barnett was uh, a freak show, right? Like, we have Usman, who is, like, kind of undersized for heavyweight, but with fuck ton of, of muscle. He's, like, trying to be, like, an actual MMA fighter, but he's, like, super silly. And then you have Chris Barnett, who is, like, super fat, but dynamic, the, the spinning kicks, all the shit. So it was a very silly fight. And now you put, like, Parking here, who is, like, trying to be an actual good heavyweight but he's like not super talented physically and it's like yeah I'm, a, I'm not super on board here i wish mick parking wins though <laughs> for some reason i'm not a big fan of mohammed usman to be quite honest trevor peak is fighting charlie campbell charlie campbell who some might remember because he almost killed uh, chris duncan on their contender series fight and then duncan came back from the dead to knock him the fuck out and Trevor Peak is fucking insane, so this one should be an action fight. But yeah, I mean, nothing that big announced since I last talked to you guys. So I'm guessing we'll have to do a short one here. Uh, if you have any topic suggestions. If you want me to talk more about like kickboxing and Muay Thai when I watch that and just not MMA. Because I arbitrarily decide to just mostly focus on the UFC on this podcast. It is like easier to have a narrative there. But if you guys want me to talk about other stuff, you can always leave suggestions or just contact me and may make a question to me for answer at the end of the episode or whatever, really. Um, it's okay. Some episodes should be short. Uh, I will, uh, will be back after this week to talk about the results of the UFC. And is there like another... What's the next event after this one? Let me check that out. So we have UFC Fight Night. Ah, yeah, and then we have another middleweight main event with Jack Hermanson versus Joe, Joe Pfeiffer. It's been rough, guys. It's been rough. Um, 
But yeah, I'm guessing that's the podcast, guys. Uh, as always, guys, I just want you to remember that the Early Print Podcast is brought to you by X Marshall, the combat sport brand dedicated to supporting the Jiu-Jitsu community. Their goal is to create a fun training environment with unique and exciting designs and promote the gym culture we all love. X Marshall offers a range of products, including rash guard shorts, pads, geese, streetwear, and training equipment. Use code the fight side to get a 10% discount on your order now. That's the fight side, all caps, no spaces. And for the best deals and discounts, sign up to their mailing list and follow their socials at XMarshallOfficial. And remember, guys, if you want to support the fight side as an ongoing project, you can always support us on Patreon. Uh, for only $3 a month, uh, you get access to a big, big backlog of exclusive content that we cannot publish anywhere else and some of it that we could but we're limiting it for our dear supporters and you also get access to our discord server that is very cool uh, if you want to talk about like technique uh, fighting matchmaking or life in general we have a pretty cool community going on there thank you guys uh, everyone I'm sorry I'm so late during the week I was doing the article on Monday and then got caught up with some stuff. But I'll be back more consistently from next week on. And with more content, expect videos soon, video analysis on the Fight Side channel. On articles, uh, I want to write more this year. Um, and yeah, uh, if, you want, if you guys have any suggestions, remember to contact me. I'm very approachable. I'm a nice guy. So... <laughs> That's the podcast. See you later, guys. Bye.